anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me slash Studio. And finally, Yappy Studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you, your family, and even your pets. Check it out at www.7.surf. That's S-E, the number 7, E-N, dot surf. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back. I hope you're feeling blessed today. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. I just want to talk about adaptability and flexibility. Why? Because back in the day when I was working with a lot of elderly people, I wanted to know, how do you get to 90 and 100 years old? And still have this great mentality, this personality, this love for life. How, how did you get here? Because remember, these people, if you make it to 90 and 100 years old, you not only have gone through a lot of crisis in your life, you've lost a lot of loved ones. And some of them, they were the only ones left, really. So I asked, what are you doing? And their answer always was they were adaptable and they lived through God. They gave everything to God. If they were scared, they asked God to protect them so they wouldn't be afraid anymore. If they were flat broke and hungry, they asked God to provide for them to help them find a job, find a way to eat. When they lost somebody, they ask God to give them the strength to survive. These people went through depressions, the Holocaust, world wars, family losses. Some lost members, some lost homes, some lost jobs and livelihoods. Some of them had health issues, but some of them didn't. One lady was 99 years old driving a car. How? Did, how? Why? And it's not all genetics. It's attitude. And the reason I wanted to talk about that today is because for the past three years, we have been through heck. And I'm not talking about just the United States. I'm talking about globally, worldwide. People have been put through the ringer. And a lot of them have committed suicide. 
a lot of them became very ill very quickly and died. Some of them didn't die, but they're still suffering. Why? Why? So, how do you get through this? Well, first of all, you have to believe in God and you have to ask Him to get you through everything. And you also need to thank Him when He does. You need to thank Him every day that you wake up. Even if you're a healthy person, don't take for granted that you're going to wake up tomorrow. I mean, a lot of people seem like they're healthy and then they die in their sleep. A lot of healthy people die from accidents or murders. So don't take for granted that you're going to wake up tomorrow. When you wake up, say, thank you, God, for giving me another day. Another day. Even if your life is the worst and you don't know how you're going to get through it. He gave you another day to figure it out. He gave you another day so that he could work out on blessing you. So stop being impatient and give God the glory. A lot of people have asked me about my hope. They know I want my husband and I want to do a blue water travel when he retires, which is probably another five or six years. And he'll retire. Might be a little longer. It depends on what's going on. We did have everything mapped out. But of course, as life would have it, it's not working out as planned. But then again, nothing in my life ever has. In high school, I thought I was going to graduate and go to college and do this. And I didn't. And then I thought I was going to do this, this, and this, and I didn't. Just everything always took another turn. And instead of being upset about it, I just went with the flow. And I did the best I could with whatever it was, because not all these turns were bad. They were just different. And now, at my age, I'll be 57 this year, I've realized that no matter what I wanted for my life, it really wasn't about me. It was what God wanted for me. And God always wants what's best for us. And he knows us better than we know ourselves. After all, he created us. If you would have asked me, if you would have told me in high school, I was going to grow up and work as a radio host on a radio show, and then be a podcaster, I would have said, eh, it's really not what I want to do. But here I am. And I took a lot of roads to get here. Never, never planned it. It just fell in, I can't say it fell in my lap because I did work for it. But it's just the way things take a turn. Opportunities come your way. And you can either work for them or you can say, no, I want to do something different, whatever. So getting back to the, the travel, we already know what kind of boat, we know who we want to build it, and we know when we want to do it. And all this was planned before the pandemic. 
However, the pandemic has come and gone and a whole bunch of other nonsense has gone on that we're like, okay, we can still hope for this. All right, we still can plan for that. But right now we need to get through what's going on right now currently, surviving this so that we can get to that. And only if it's God's will, because it may not be God's will. We might get through this and he have something totally different for us to do. And of course, that's what we will do. So don't give up hope on anything. Just understand that right now, you need to worry about what's going on right now. How are you going to survive? For instance, the government likes to say, you're going to eat bugs. Oh, bugs are good for you. Well, I'm not going to eat bugs. And I'm not going to wait around for the government to decide they're not going to feed me bugs. So what did we do? Well, we planned for a garden. We've created our garden. This is actually our third time. The first time we failed because we were still learning. We were learning. We didn't understand certain things. And so we lost. We really didn't even grow much. All right. The second time we did really well. We had things coming up. And then we got sick. And we were down for a month. Now, when I say down for a month, we were just too tired to go out and work the garden. But as far as um, being in pain, no, I was, I had like a 24-hour flu is what it felt like. And my husband was just tired. He never ran a fever or anything. But if you ever got this virus, you'll understand being tired is extremely tired. Like, it took all I had to get out of bed and go to the laundry room. Then I'd have to take a break to go back from the laundry room to the front room. Like, when I say tired, it really wears you out. So then once we got through that and we could go outside to tend to the garden, here comes Hurricane Ida and wiped it out. So that was the second time. The third time, well, the third time we noticed every single time our garden, we had our garden growing really good. And every single time a, a plane certain planes that were leaving chemtrails and I did not believe this I thought people were crazy when they said these chemtrails were doing things in the air because I noticed that we would have things growing really good and then the chemtrail would come and then 24 hours later not everything but a lot of things would be dead there were certain things that couldn't handle whatever was in those chemtrails and of course, everything we were growing was outside. So this is our fourth time. I'm telling you, don't give up. Don't give up. Just try to figure things out. Try to outsmart whatever's going on. And that's what we're doing. So this is our fourth time. 
So what are we doing different? Well, because we now understand how the chemtrails work, some things we grow inside, and we did grow, um, we did build a greenhouse, so we have things inside the greenhouse, and then there's things that we will be planting outside, and we'll see how they do. And then whatever isn't doing well every time a chemtrail comes, well then we'll figure out to grow it inside or in the greenhouse, whatever it is we need to do. But we're not giving up. The one thing that my husband and I said to each other, that failure is not an option. No matter what, we keep going. We do not give up. We have to make this work. Not just for us, but we have children and grandchildren. And their parents can't do all the things that we're able to do. Number one, they're working so hard. They don't have the time to do what we're doing. So what are they doing? Well, stocking up. We're stocking up. We're growing and we're producing animals and eggs and, and all of that. We're doing what we can on our little bitty property in a neighborhood. So don't you know, don't write me and say, well, I live in a neighborhood. I can't do what you're doing. Yes, you can. Because I live in a neighborhood. I don't have a whole lot of land. But what I'm doing is now we're plotting the entire backyard to be a garden. It'll have a garden and we will have chickens. And that's it. We've pulled up the pool. Everything in our yard will be about survival. Now, we're also stocked up on canned goods and paper goods, whatever we need. And we also, for the past few years, I have been making my own shampoo, medicine. I've been doing that for over a decade. So I already know how to do those things. What am I doing different right now? Right now, I've been um, pulling up recipes on the computer, on the internet, pulling up recipes and printing them out on how to make meals with the least amount of ingredients, how to make bread with just flour and water, how to make this or that with just one or two ingredients and making sure that we have those ingredients, you know, and printing them out because they're also saying that the grid will go down. And so I'm not going to be able to pull it up on my computer. I'm not going to be able to pull it up off my phone. I'm going to have to have things printed out. That's what we're doing. You know, we already know how to make nice grand uh meals but how do you make stuff with just a couple of ingredients so that's what I'm focused on making meals with just a few ingredients making sure that I have those ingredients making sure that I am stocked up 
learning how to can. Because there's going to come a time I might run out of my canned goods. And I need to know how to prepare the food that I'm growing. How to keep that stocked up. You know, if, if you go off the grid, for whatever the reason, we go off grid. And you live in a house that's all electric. How are you going to cook? Do you have a grill? And what type of grill do you have? Is it gas? Do you have to go buy gas? If so, go get some propane tanks to have ready for that. And also, I would either build or buy a grill where it doesn't take gas. Because if you run out of propane, then what do you do? Make sure you can build a fire or you... You can use, maybe you can use that grill. Well, I don't know. I mean, we do have a propane tank grill. But we also have an outdoor grill that we made. That we can do um, branches and whatever we, you know. Like we're prepared for that. We have barrels of water that we can flip a switch and have water rainwater coming into our house so we're prepared for that and the only reason we prepared for that was because during hurricane ida we lost water the only time in my life that we lost water every hurricane the grid would go down as far as electricity but we always had running water well so that taught us be prepared for that so we do. We did. So let's be flexible. Let's be adaptable. Let's think about what we need to do. Because this world, as much as I want to travel, what are they doing? Saying, well, kids can't go to public school without the shot. Yeah, they've already started doing that. If you want a passport, you're going to have to get a shot. If you want a driver's license, you're going to have to get a shot. Now, that hasn't happened yet where I'm at, but they're talking about it. That my next driver's license, I might need to get the shot. Well, guess what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not getting the shot. My grandkids will be homeschooled first. If that happens, I can't go anywhere. I won't be able to travel and I'm going to want to help with the grandchildren. I don't want them in school. I mean, I really don't want them in school right now anyway. I think schools, have you seen all the horrible things going on in schools? They're allowing bullying. Um, they're teaching the critical race theory. They're causing division. They're causing it. And I have a grandson that just went through this at school. My children and grandchildren have always been raised to love everybody, that we are all equal. doesn't matter what your skin color is. It doesn't matter what your parents do for a job. We are all human beings, and we all deserve respect. Well, now, the school that he goes to, there's children of color thinking he's the devil because he's white. 
And now he's understanding what racism is for the first time of his, in his life because he wasn't taught that way. He never thought that if you're not white, there's something wrong with you or you're less than. But now the school is teaching this. And if I was a black parent or Spanish parent, any parent of color, I would I'd want to put a stop to it and be like, no, you're not less than, you're not less than anybody. You can do anything you want to do. It doesn't matter if you're black or you're white, you're green, you're purple. It doesn't matter. You can do it. What I'm saying is we have to knock it off. We have to respect everybody, male, female, race, religion, handicap or not. We need to love everybody. And we need to stop teaching this hate to these children. I'm at the point where when someone says I'm a teacher, in my head I'm like, oh dear. You know, because I'm thinking, is this teacher teaching the CRT? And a lot of teachers are like, look, I have to do what I'm told. No, you don't. No, you don't. There's teachers getting fired every day because they refuse to teach racism. There's some nurses getting fired because they don't, they don't believe in forcing the shot. And they're not going to take the shot. There's people every day... They have to make sacrifices because they're not going to bow down to the ignorance. So if you're a teacher and you're teaching something, even if you don't believe in it, because that's what you have to do, then guess what? I don't respect you. I have no respect for anyone that does not stand up for something they believe in. Now if you believe in causing division. Well guess what I still don't respect you. I'm sorry. This world needs to get better not worse. So if you want my respect. Don't tell me you're a teacher or you're this or you're that. Tell me that you are standing up for what's right. No matter what your job is. Tell me you're standing up for what is right, and I'll respect you. I don't care if you are digging ditches. I don't care what you're doing. You stand up for what you believe in. I have high regard for you. High regard. So, I guess I really, I know I got off a little bit, but let's just, Think about what we need to do now. Stand up for it and be adaptable so that we, as well as the next generation, can get through this and have the life that we wanted to have anyway. So, I hope this helped you. I hope this gave you a little oomph, a little, yeah, we got to stand up. And yes, I can... I can do what I need to do to not eat bugs or or be prepared for any disaster. That's what I want to see. I want you to think like that. 
I want you to think positive and be adaptable so that we can all get through this. Because the people that get through this and fix this will be able to say, yeah, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. And while we're doing it, let's give all the glory to God. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Don't forget, you can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yappistudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below, where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless. (music) 